Vida Abu Productions welcomes you to a new episode of BE Podcast. Join in the conversation with Pastor Jonathan Gallardo and Pastor Henry Cruz. Hello everyone, my name is Jonathan Gallardo, pastor of Vida Abundante Cicero, and I'm with Henry Cruz. Welcome back to our podcast. Our podcast is called VE Podcast, and we've been exploring a new format, a little bit more in-depth to a certain extent, but we're kind of doing a biblical response on certain current events within the culture. Yep even within the church. And it just so happens that this new uh, response that we have has to deal with a little bit of what we talked about in the previous uh, weeks. But welcome back, and it's great to to have you guys here. Make sure you follow us on the Twitter, which is... Vida English Pod. Vida English Pod. I think at the moment... We have about four followers, yeah. and, and I think we're paying them to actually follow us. <laughs> so if you haven't subscribed or followed on Twitter, do so now because Pastor Henry is going to be sending out some important links pretty soon and some secret information that we yeah. want only our followers to to know. Yeah. Uh, and um, he's going to give you some special discounts too on, on his book that's coming out. <laughs> so get ready for that. And uh, and here we go. We're going to get right into it. We have um, an interesting story about our the fellow pastor, Mike Todd. And, yeah. and I hesitate to say pastor, but for the benefit of the doubt and for the sake of this podcast, we'll call him Pastor Mike Todd. And back at it, back in the news, what's going on? Give me a brief overview of what yeah. just happened during Easter Sunday. Yeah, so, so I mean, at, at this point, we're probably going to have like a transformation church segment every week because because this guy is going to be coming out a lot i think i have a feeling in the next few years but yeah i mean so they well, had he's a getting big time he's he is big getting time. big time yeah big time and and yeah i just think I, i'm saying more like in a negative light because it, it feels like he he's pretty much gonna be able to do whatever he well wants. i mean before we we actually cover the story like mike yeah. todd is what I see now, like, you know, back in the day, we had our, the, the big guys, yep. the big names, the Craig Rochelle's, even the Stephen Furtick's and, um, you know, even Andy Stanley back in the day. Those are like bigger names, even Pastor Rick Warren, which we might talk about later on yeah. today, too. But it seems like Mike Todd. And then there was like a little interesting gap, right? It was like Rich Wilkerson, Chad Veach. And then who was like the Judah other? Smith. Judah Smith. Yeah. yeah. What have are they like still? Yeah, they're there. They're just not as influential as they used to be in the sense of like they're not in the limelight as much. But and I there. think they had a lot. I mean, because they were really connected with Carl Lentz. For yeah. Me. And Hillsong. Yep. So th that was like that generation. I was already kind of out of that movement. I didn't really yeah. pay attention too much to it. But when I would hear about like references, like what we're hearing now about Mike Todd. It was always about them. Yeah. Like right. Justin Bieber is coming in and and he was at Hillsong Conference and so, so yeah. doing some weird stuff. But those were the names that would come out a lot, at least in the United States. Maybe there's other big time guys in Latin America. But as far as in the United States, those were kind of like the central figures. But now it just seems like it's mainly this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. I don't know if he's like taken over like modern church right in america or yeah i mean for sure he's one of the more influential guys okay. for sure yeah because yeah. i mean we've seen the decline of hillsong already right and it's just kind of go it's running on fumes at this point but yeah it's just interesting to note that there has been a transition even mm -hmm. within that that you know popular church uh 
a celebrity church type of feel yeah. and Mike Todd is kind of taking center stage. Yep. All right. So what, yeah, what happened? And so because of that, I mean, and again, that's what I'm saying, because like, he seems to be on uh, covered a lot from, you know, spitting on people and stuff like that. Cause, and I think that's part of the reason why, like, he's so on edge with a lot of things. But yeah, so so he did an Easter um, service like most churches yeah. did. And, and yeah, they did. I guess it was mainly a play. I haven't seen the whole thing. I was looking it up. Yeah. I, I found out that they, we were they trying actually, to do our research. Yeah, we we're trying to actually watch it. I was trying to watch it unbiased. Yeah. So even though I've seen clips from other people posting stuff about it. I wanted to just see the whole thing to understand some things yeah. that I saw. Um, but anyway, he, they took it down. So okay. that's not doable anymore. Um, that's not that, a good sign. <laughs> yeah, that, you're right. And it's not on his YouTube. So I wanted to watch it, but they took it down. Um, so anyway, uh, if, if anyone has a secret link to that to the video, whole thing, yeah, yeah. To that whole preaching, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Please send it, send it to us yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, please. I want to watch that. Yeah, once you, <laughs> once you tag us on Twitter, you're going to be, you're going to be, you, you've made it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, so make sure you tag us and we'll, we'll retweet you. Yeah. But it, just but, if anybody has that, yeah. we would love to see it. Yeah. So, but anyway, he had like, so obviously secular songs. I'm, 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 you know, one of the things I saw was they're like Kesha songs. I don't know who Kesha is. Kesha. Kesha. So it's like Christian artists, non Christian artists. No, non Christian artists. So it was like not her songs, just like rhythms of her song with like oh. lyrics that tell the story of, of, uh, okay. Of what, so like, like they, Weird Al, yeah, Al Yankovic. Yeah, yeah, like that, like that right? Parody where, stuff, but yeah, Christian. parody stuff. So Christian, so like they use the, the beats, the got rhythm, it. the lyrics, and obviously they got the performers. The, if you see the video, I mean, like yeah. it looks like the Grammys type stuff with like yeah, I saw some of it yeah. and stuff and like well done in that sense and you know great like, music yeah music dancers whatever and so the girl singing seems to to, to sing well and they had like different things like that mm -hmm. so they had another scene where there's another girl I don't know what song she was remaking or it's something they wrote and she's talking about Jesus coming down to save some lady which is you know one of the things I saw yeah. in one of these videos which I want, that's how I wanted to see the whole thing to understand the context yeah. is you got Jesus on the cross, but then you got some lady on the cross yeah, and it's like, yeah, what's yeah. that about? So is she carrying the cross? Is it, he died for her or I don't know. Like, yeah. like I, that, that's the, like, I, I really didn't know. Like, so that's why yeah. I wanted to watch the whole thing. Cause it's an interesting like visual to see a woman on the cross, right. but like, yeah, we can't jump to conclusions cause we didn't see the whole thing. Yeah. So it's like, well, is, is she pretending to be Jesus or is, is it like an allegory of something? Right. Some kind of like, or were you know, they going woke and yeah. like Jesus is, you know, is, yeah. <laughs> you know, could be female, male, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's why I got curious about it. But then I saw another clip where like, it's actual like Jesus, you know, the guy that was playing Jesus come out of the cross and okay. whatever. They did like a cool little music mix with, I don't, again, I don't know if it's like secular songs that they remade, but like, it was a dope, like little transition. And then it went into our God is an awesome God. He reigns. Classic song. But yeah. Classic song, but like with a hip hop beat. So we like, should have sang that song. So like, <laughs> if only our music <laughs> guy, <laughs> our music director, he's listening. Does he listen? He, well, he, he actually follows us on Twitter. So yeah. hopefully he listens. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, uh, but no, but yeah, so they did like a little cool mix there, but so though, but again, controversial stuff, you know, we don't know what that's about. These Kesha cover songs, very big show. And then there was another scene where and I, I that's why again I I wanted want to see the whole thing because I have no clue what three girls talking about their their butts have to oh, do with wow. the Easter message. So it's like there's like three girls. One was uh, Asian, a, a black girl, and then a white girl. And so there's two girls and they're like saying some uh -huh. weird stuff. And then 
But then the white girl talks and she's like, oh, I don't got that fat. But like, you know, talking oh. about her. Yeah, I, I saw like, that, but I didn't yeah. understand what they were saying. Yeah. And it was about so that's that. What they, yeah. Okay. And I'm just like, OK, so what does that have to do with anything? How does yeah. that play into the story? Like like that. And again, because yeah. there's snippets that we're watching. But it, these were like controversial things about yeah. about this Easter Easter weekend. So some some guys are saying, you know, I they think Mike Todd has come to the conclusion that any press is good press. Mm. So he's willing to do these things, even though he knows he's going to get backlash from a certain group and others are going to like applaud it. But yeah, they're just like, but at the end of the day, it's all press and it's people, you know, looking into whatever he gets attention or the yeah, church yeah. gets attention out of it. So yeah. and, and this happened we know for sure it happened on Easter Sunday. Yeah, Easter it wasn't Sunday. like a Friday night, no, Saturday. No, this was, uh, they might have had multiple shows, but this is, yeah, it's the Easter Sunday okay. service or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I heard some, I mean, because I did see some, I think those snippets were circling around everywhere. Some of the YouTube guys that I follow yeah. that are reformed mm -hmm. and stuff, they were, make, you know, they made a big deal about it. But they, you know, these guys always make a big deal about of everything. Anything. Right. So right. it's like, oh man, he had an iPad. Oh, wow. You yeah. know, but. Uh, so I, I kind of sometimes don't even watch those things, but then when I saw like several of them doing it and I was like, wow, mm -hmm. yeah, this is, let me take a look at this. Then one of our friends sent us the, the direct, the, I think it was a Twitter link to yeah. it. And I was like, oh man. And, and one of the, the things that really caught my attention was Mike Todd saying the typical thing that, that pastors always say, or what we used to hear back then. And correct me if I'm wrong, but did we hear this at? Was it Ferdix or Crush, uh, Craig Girl Shell's church where we would do anything short of sin yeah. to reach the lost? The lost. Yeah. So that's uh. So yeah. So he mentioned that, and we'll get into some oh, of these okay. quotes that I want to that I want to you know kind of uh yeah yeah like pick your brain on a yeah. little bit. But yeah, since since you started there, well let let's go. But there. where so, did we hear that? First? Yeah. So this is uh. That's, I remember going to one of yeah. these places. So this that was actually a slogan by Craig Rochelle. Okay. And is actually on one of his walls. Remember how? Yeah. At, uh, when we went to his church, yeah, yeah. they went had to the like studio. Yeah, and they had like different quotes from him in yeah. certain parts of the building. And so in one of the buildings is yeah, we'll do anything short of sin to to gain the loss. So you know why? Because. I think that that wall that we were looking at that was, those were like his mission statements yeah. of the church yep. and that was one of that them. That was one right? of them. Yeah. Okay. So that's where he got it from so it's not not yeah, it's traditional not to him. But but since we you started there let let's start there because so he mentions that and obviously, you know, cuz a lot of this stuff that's why it sounds it sounds good like like what he he mm. starts explaining and and what you know, I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit in a, in a bit but but he says that, right? Mm. He says we'll do anything short of sin, you know, like this idea of wanting to do uh, a play to to not only like geared mainly towards non-believers so that they could come yeah. to Christ. So he mentioned something like, uh, you know, uh, you know, there are people that just want Easter to be about like the like for us Christians to cheer, you know, and he's like, that's practice. He makes like a ba basketball reference like that's practice or whatever. No, we want people that aren't even on the team to, to you know, to come and whatever and mm. learn about Jesus. So he's talking about why. They do these extravagant plays on, on yeah. Easter. Um, and then he mentioned that phrase. So anyway, I don't know if you want to comment a little bit up about the phrase. Mm -hmm. I remember going to Craig Rochelle yeah. and at first hearing that and going, man, this is really evangelistic. Like, mm -hmm. like we're willing to do anything that's not sin. That's really what that's saying, you know, yeah. short of sin, but really anything that's not sin to gain the loss. And back then I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, it sounds evangelistic. Now I don't know how, you know, <laughs> Can we really yeah, do anything yeah, yeah. Yeah, short know. of sin, especially <laughs> like I think about, you know, 
the reformers and even the Puritans are big on this, um, this idea of, you know, God in, has given us how he wants to be worshipped, you know. Um, I forgot the theological term now. It'll, it'll, it'll come to me in a second. But, but anyway, this, yeah. That, that, nor, you're talking about the normative way? Or yeah, the, the normative way. There you okay. go. Yeah, yeah. The so the, yeah, regulative okay. principle of worship. Okay. There we go. So, so there is an actual regulative principle of worship. And again, there's some nuances to that and people have written about that. Um, but there are some things that in scripture itself, we can't use the slogan. We'll do anything short of sin because there's a principle of worship that God has established mm-hmm. in his word that would counter that, that argument. And, yeah. and so the danger is we end up creating a golden calf and calling it God, mm-hmm. which, you know, and then leading people mm-hmm. astray in the name of evangelism. So that's why I don't, I don't feel, you know, comfortable with that phrase anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's a cool phrase, but. I mean, I, I think we have to see it in, in term of its context in, in, in a worship service. That's why it's, it's, it's right. important for us to, yeah, this Mike Todd was doing this in a, what, what we would call a worship service yeah, Sunday, Sunday morning yep. because it, I mean, yeah, there's still some things I wouldn't do, but like, if we're going to do a play and yeah, of course we want to make it like right, pretty, good. pretty yeah. dope, pretty right. nice, uh, you know, if we can go all out, yeah, do it. But usually, Christian plays, yeah, they're not really that, right. that spectacular. Even Christian movies were never that spectacular. But so I, I understand it kind of on that context. But when it comes down to the worship experience, it's like, well, wh- what does that even mean? Right. Like, wh- what are you talking about as far as pressing the limits on on the worship experience? Because that's a big downfall on or basically what most of these modern preachers have have been trying to do for the past 10 years where it's uh preaching's not enough reading exactly. the bible's not enough yeah. this singing is not enough we got to captivate the audiences mm-hmm. we got to really make this appealing to them and it goes back to that basic argument on making church relevant for right. today's culture well today's culture hates god and today's culture is totally against god so there's really nothing that we could mesh together to to do it so anything short of sin well if you're in the worship context like bro all you got to do is read the bible pray preach the sermon and sing to god right and that's it yeah exactly (laughs) that's all you got to do so that's what i'm saying back then i was like man this is cool the fact that they would think this way but now it's like yeah but really what we're saying is the scriptures aren't sufficient and so we need to do something else exactly and and again, it put it goes back to that even earlier argument where it was always the, the relevant guys trying to argue, you know, arguments going back 15 years ago, maybe even more. But like 15 years to 10 years ago, it was kind of building up where it's like, well, is church for the new people or is it for the right. old people? And so everybody was making an argument. Oh, no, it's for the new people. because yeah. We got to get new people in and evangelism right. and using evangelism for yeah. that. But uh, so that argument, you know, it, it, it's again, it's are we just focusing on non-church people mm-hmm. and entertaining the sinner. Right. That's basically what we got to figure out yes yeah. or no, and then move on from there. But we think, and we, I mean, this is what this podcast is about. A biblical response mm-hmm. to this is a proper form of worship. God wants to be worshiped in an exact way. And yeah. There's no, really, he's been worshiped the same way since the beginning of the church in Acts chapter two. Mm-hmm. So we should not change it. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so that that's what I was, trying to get at now what i found interesting is though he says this right he says this phrase uh in the clip that i saw uh we'll do anything short of sin 
and then no one reacted to it. Oh, so I don't know if you saw this. No, 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 but, no, no. So this is what got me interesting because no one reacted to it. He was expecting like a like you know like a, yeah, the yeah. crowd to clap Everyone or hype him like, up. Yeah. yeah, like oh yeah. No one reacted Preach. to it. So then this is direct quote here. He's uh-huh. like, oh, all the religious people booty got tight. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. So, so this is the thing, right? Oh, man. You, ha- you, you have a pastor. I just visualized you saying that bro. on stage, bro. <laughs> bro, you have a pastor to his congregation talking in this way. And this is why, like, for me, it's like, yeah, he's at a level right now that he's not, he's wow. going unchecked. Wow. Like, yeah. like that, that's why for me, like, this is when I start noticing things like this, where when you feel comfortable going on stage and telling the church a phrase like this is like, yeah, you, you know, you ain't got nobody around you yeah, yeah. telling you like, Hey, wisen up. You know, if the spit thing wasn't bad enough, now the language is starting to come out. And that's why for me, like, you can just start seeing the decline. Like, <laughs> like is, is already, you know, like you can almost see it coming just because, um... Because yeah, I, so so anyway, so I but know you're. How long did he preach? No, it was like a fifteen minute, thing. fifteen minute. Yeah, thing. so so it's like like even they they're, they're saying that the whole, the main sermon was the play, and then okay. he just kind of went up at the end and did like a a gospel call. But he started by explaining why the the play, which I do want to get into some of those things as well. We already hit on that, but anyway, so he said that, and that I was like, yeah, yeah that, I mean, a pastor again. That's why we said. We're, we're using the term loosely like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as we yeah. talk about Pastor Mike Todd because, it, I mean, again, we it's not that, again, the, the spirit of criticism. Right. It's that the brother needs godly men around him that can put him on check yeah. and tell him, brother, this is wrong. Yeah. You should not be speaking like this yeah. as a pastor. But here's the thing, because you said it like right. He went on stage, yeah. you know, and so to them, it's a stage. It's a it's a platform. Mm-hmm. That's that's their performance. And I mean, you, you you look around at the greatest comedians of our day and how they dominated the crowds, how they use their terminology, their language to captivate audiences and make them laugh and 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 really communicate because that's their stage. Yeah. But we I mean, when I as a pastor, like when I'm walking up those stairs, it's like. Oh, I'm not going to my performance right now. I'm not going to to make these people laugh. And oh, you, I, I'm like, God, am I? Did I study enough? <laughs> am I not? God, help me not say something dumb. Yeah. Uh, or or help help me. You know, my my whole prayer that Saturday, even Sunday morning. You know, it, when you're in your office by yourself and you're just kind of like just thinking, meditating, praying. My prayer is like, God, may the gospel be shown. May your word you know, penetrate the thoughts of uh, the minds of these people. And may I speak it clearly Mm -hmm. as clearly as possible. So even though I don't like to edit my sermons before Sunday, I'm still Sunday morning. Like, Oh, can I say this better? Can I, to make it more simple and direct to the crowd? Because my worry is about transmitting the word of God, which isn't unique to me. It's not like the thing that I do. You do it Mm -hmm. every good pastor that cares that cares and has a responsibility before god and his people they care about this Mm -hmm. stuff that's why saturday nights i like you know i I kid around with you when you Mm -hmm. preach on sunday because that gives me back my saturday (laughs) (laughs) when i put you to preach then saturday i'm like oh okay i could read something else or i'm not 
worried because when I'm preaching Saturdays, it's like I can't. Right, even your mind my, is on. Even there. if I take my kids to baseball, I can't like relax. And uh, it, but but I'm pretty sure every pastor that is you know responsible enough before right. God, that's the same way they go up on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But this guy, yeah, you know, he's he's trying to crack jokes and trying to make the stage his his main home, and and that that's not what a pastor does, right? And so let me, let me backtrack then because this segue as well. So he, he begins, and again, I, I don't want to nitpick too much, but it's just, I mean, these are his words, right? So <laughs> so he starts his, his sermon, I guess, or whatever that, that was, but he starts explaining why they do plays. So just to give some context. Okay. So he starts talking about five years ago when he first started as pastor. So I don't know. If he made the church grow like the way it is now, or if he took over somebody. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to figure that out. Yeah. I like, never looked into that. Okay. So I'm not sure if he took over somebody else and then just kind of like it was already big and he just made it a little bit bigger. Yeah. But for sure, he's brought it up to like, you know, main yeah. stage, whatever, like, like fame that it has now. So yeah, I'm not sure if he's the original planner of that church, but it's grown. But yeah, he talks about five years ago when he came on and he started doing this. And so then he says this, I had like talking about, he had never preached, um, an Easter message. So he says, I've never preached an Easter message. So I'm not going to start this year. Wow. That so was five years, five ago. years ago. Okay. So why he started doing plays for Easter was because he had never done it before. And he wasn't going to start now that he was a pastor, which, okay. <laughs> See, I think about these things and I know yeah, like yeah, yeah. my old seeker sensitive, Steve yeah, McFerdick yeah. loving self, I would have heard this and I would have been like, Hey man, what a humble guy. <laughs> like he's not trying to do something that he's never done before. He's real with himself. He's being true to himself, blah, blah, blah. But then I thought about it like I do now with a different thinking, biblical perspective here. Because you know ecclesiology. (laughs) Yeah. No, but but more than that, like for the, for the people that may be listening and want to like make a case for a statement like Mm -hmm. this, why do we only do this with preachers and nobody else? So for example, if you were to hire an electrician Mm -hmm. to do you a job, and he comes and says, yeah, well, you know what, man, I've never done I've electricity, never done- <laughs> but hey, I'm not going to pretend. I got this great show for you, though. You, you wouldn't take it. You'd be like, what the heck are you here for? Then get out. And the same thing, you mm-hmm. go to the doctor, any like no other sphere of profession, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, to use that term. Uh, but we wouldn't allow this with anyone else. You go to a doctor and mm-hmm. he tells you, yeah, well, I've never done surgery, but hey, man. Here I am, you know, let me, I can do this though for you. You would be like, what the, like, but with pastors, your job mm-hmm. literally is to, to preach. preach. <laughs> yep. So to say, I've never preached this sermon for it. So I ain't going to start now. That's not humbling. That's not godly. It's not, you know, it's not even humility that mm-hmm. I would consider it now. And again, the way I see things now, lazy, mm-hmm. you never done it before. Good. Then you should have study twice as hard yeah. that first year to yeah. make sure that you get Easter. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, for me, that's been the, like, I, it gives me a bigger understanding of, of, of his, his frame of thought mm-hmm. or whatever, or what we would say in, in seminaries, philosophy of ministry, yep. you can see it clearly there. Preaching is not going to be at the forefront of this church. Um, and if you can get around it, then that's what mm-hmm. he's going to do. But, but that's my thing for those that want to like make a case for the Mike Todd's of the world. Cause there, there are plenty. Yeah. It's just, you don't do this with any other sphere in life. Like, I don't know why we would be okay with doing that with pastors. And so that for me is, yeah, again, for those listening, the job of the pastor is to preach. 
And if he ain't preaching, he shouldn't be, you know, in front of a church or behind a pulpit and, and he shouldn't be pretending to be something that, yeah. that he's not. Well, we're here to, to not to rebuttal. Yeah. De- devil to, advocate or whatever they say. Well, I mean, there is a, an arena where, where that is expected. Okay. So like, yeah, with, in the doctor world, you can't do that in a doctor, lawyer. Right. But if you're in a, an entertainer, that's what they, so basically the church right. then is expecting to be entertained, which then do we call this a church? Right. Is this a church? Is this the body of Christ? Is this even people that understand what it means to worship? Cause if that's what they want. Right. And bro, like there's crowds there, right? He's a, I mean, I saw that little clip and there looks like there's thousands of people there. And then plus the thousands of probably millions of YouTube views that he would get or people online from all over the place. And I mean, all of these people, it it becomes a give us entertainment, give us entertainment. Mm -hmm. We, we, this is kind of what we're here for. So when they invite their friends to church, obviously that's the big, uh, Back in when when we were in that movement, right? We we're yeah. like, yeah, bring your friends to church. It's cool. They're not going to be bored. Right. We got rock music. We got pretty nice lights, decent fog machine. You know, it'll go crazy every once in a while, but it's decent. Uh, but it was kind of like a softer way to come to church because at least we could entertain people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if if you're looking for entertainment, then you're going to want an entertainer. And at this point, that's why the even when you said that when Mike Todd preached, I don't even think that that's not a sermon. That's right. just him communicating, entertaining. So that that's been the biggest shift too. The mm. this concept of preaching and communication. Yeah. I mean, they they've taken communication to be at the forefront, not preaching. Right. So there isn't you know it's not like they dumbed down preaching and they've only done um, like extravagant, entertaining events. No. They've dumbed down preaching or set it aside and they put it at the forefront communication yeah. because all these guys, they open up campuses all over the world and it's just their face talking. It's just their, it's the talking right. head it's in dumb. every screen. So th- there is for them an importance to communicate what they're communicating may not be the gospel, but it is a communication oriented profession for them, which ends up in entertainment. Yeah. And and that that I think that that goes to the next thing that because then he starts arguing about you know this we already talked about this but the this notion of I wanted to do this for for again the lost people and so yeah. for for the people of the world and and yeah and so in his mindset and again philosophy of ministry here is our goal is to entertain the people that are coming in and we want them to you know keep coming back or whatever and and so we're gonna keep you know doing these mm-hmm. type of things. But again, it's like, I, you know, I'm sitting back and I'm thinking about, you know, Easter is not about the yeah, yeah. loss. <laughs> it, it's about Christ. It's mm-hmm. about his his death, his resurrection. And so in your whole mind, the yeah. one thing you're thinking about is how are you going to entertain the, exactly. the non-Christian, the one who's exactly. lost? And, and again, that for me, you know, from a biblical perspective, again, is, you know, if you're going to be a pastor, your job is to preach, not entertain. Mm-hmm. And it's to preach the word of God faithfully. And if you're going to do an Easter Sunday, your job is to tell the story of Easter, you know, to focus it on who Christ is, what he did for you, um, you know, all the aspects that have to do with his death and his resurrection. And so, yeah, I'm just here going, yeah, there's so many things. That's why, that's why I'm going like, 
this just went from bad to worse. The more I hear the clip, yeah. the the worse it's, it, it's getting for me. Um, because yeah, you've even taken the focus out of Christ and put it on, on the people. And then you, yeah. And then so, so yeah, so th those are my, you know, a few things, you know, from, from this performance, I guess uh, that you, <laughs> you would call it. Yeah. From this performance and yeah, it's interesting, but yeah, I but mean, and, we, and we talk about it because it, this isn't some guy under a rock, you know, this isn't some guy that's in the middle of nowhere, even though Oklahoma seems like it's in the middle of right. nowhere. Uh, but this guy's everywhere. You know, he's a lot of our listeners or if they are, if we do have listeners or the, the young, our generation, right. you know, they, they see this and even the secular world sees this. Mm. Uh, there's this comedian too that, that was talking about going to church for the first time. And they think it was Mike Todd's church or Chad Beach's church that he actually okay. went to. Uh, and, and the comedian said that he like experienced God through the music. And he's like, I just started crying right away. Um, but he said that he felt good. He's like, I even gave him all my money. I, I, I emptied my pockets. Like wow. I had, and he's like, I, I was a comedian. He's a comedian. So he said that he had done like that whole week he was working. And so he's like, it was just solid cash. And he was thousands upon thousands of dollars. Oh, wow. that he just emptied. He's like, I felt good. And, and then, you know, the other guys around him were like, what happened? You know, like, she's like, oh, I just felt really good. I cried and it was good. And then he comes back to his normal life and he's just, you know, it's the same person. Right. He's like really profane. And I heard some stuff. I was like, oh, wow, I shouldn't be listening to this. But it was pretty bad. So it's like, well, cool. You made a center field kind of cool and mushy and he cried. But it didn't change. Right. Still the same. <laughs> so it's cool that he was welcome. Like, oh, that's great. He got to experience church. He gave money to the church, but he didn't change. Right. So if you're going to get the gospel right on one day out of the year, get it right on that Easter Sunday <laughs> yeah. and pray to God that the gospel that you present at that moment can save that lost soul. Because if you have that platform like mike todd has or rich wilkerson or whoever you have mm -hmm. that platform where even celebrities go to your to your church then give them the gospel for crying out loud yeah. what else why would you want to entertain them you know they're coming from a world of entertainment mm -hmm. they they need to hear the gospel and i think if you're going to do that do it well on easter sunday for for the resurrection's sake amen <laughs> for the sake of the resurrection sorry Thanks for tuning in. We'd like to invite you to follow us on Twitter at BeTheEnglishPod. Also, visit our website, www.BeTheAbu.Church. Hope to see you with us next week.